hell of an intro. I tell you what you info, but I never really been the type of dude to give no info. But if you see your ends low and you trying to get a benzo, I'll give your ass some game that'll change the way that you think, bro. Super skilled with the pencil, super ill in my mental. I reminisce on life, I'm nice, here's my memento. Get it through your tempo, I get on any tempo and give it all I got. I'm hot, I got like 10 flows, trying to live on the 10th flow across from residentials that I own. My mind stay grown, I used to think clothes, I really used to think hoes and what I do to get those. And then I switched it up. What's up, everyone? It's Ronnie Polonese and Francis Fan. And welcome to the realest show on the planet of Earth where we talk about the good the bad and the ugly <laughs> you're gonna hear it all so if you're looking for some sort of motivation inspiration guidance you're in the right place i promise you know we make it our mission to make sure we give you a place where you can consistently walk and grow there it is you got it there it is yeah it took half an hour no it didn't <laughs> <laughs> no it didn't cut it out man well we're here we're here I, um I don't know, man. How you feeling about this episode today? I feel pretty good. I, you know, when you sent it, and I was, I was looking at it, and I was like, "Oh man, make me go back in memory lane." And you know, sometimes going back into memory lane isn't always the best because sometimes you bring back some dark things, and you, you can bring back some light into some situations that you sometimes you don't really tend to want to remember. Uh, so that's kind of like you know what I kind of got from it. And I was just like, "Well, you know, you got to talk about it because it's a story. If somebody needs to hear it, you know." So that's that's really what I got from it. What about yourself? Like, what made you even want to even talk about this? <laughs> or at least let's discuss. You can go ahead. I mean, I'm gonna let them know first yeah. before we're talking about. So today we're gonna be talking <laughs> about second chances. Do you ever feel as though you know? Was there ever a time where you feel as though life gave you a second chance? And how did you take that opportunity? So for me, um, it really came down to this past week that i just had oh wow um because i found myself in an environment full of people who um you know got that second chance to mm. life you know um uh, we were put in 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 situation where we had to talk about some of our you know our own personal stuff mm-hmm. and you realize that some of the trauma whether it's childhood trauma or any issues that you may have had, a lot of people have been through it. So you're not really the only one. Yeah. <laughs> so being able to, uh, to to sit in a position where I'm like, oh, you too? Yeah, you too? You went through that? And it's 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 like, we pulled ourselves out of there. Yeah. We pulled ourselves out of there and, and here we are. Um, okay. Yeah. So basically... I feel like we all go through a phase in life that kind of wake you up. Yeah, yeah. Wake <laughs> you up. I hope, I hope. It, it changes your entire perspective on life, right? To where you have to make certain changes for yourself and for the people around you. I mean, that's a lot then. That's a lot of, like, experiences then. Some of them happen for the better, of course. Um, but some happens actually for the worse. And I mean, if you're if you're looking at it from an aspect of you know it actually changes your life, I'm, I'm not, I don't I think that's every day like something changes somebody's life. Yeah, but to where you have to make drastic change. Mm. Okay. Now I see what you're saying now. Yeah, I'm talking to you know that second chance came to you to so like yo, 
if it wasn't. Yeah. I'm going to give you an example. That. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I went through this past week I can't disclose because I signed a non-disclosure. They made you sign a non-disclosure. Yes. Hey, man. These they, are people personal life issues. I okay, 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 okay. Well, you don't but, have to say their name. Uh, 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 <laughs> but I'm going to give you an example. This uh, conversation we had at dinner, right, from a guy um, who I, I think will be a good friend in the long run. Yeah. Um, but his situation was they were both in a car. He was in the passenger side. They got robbed. The driver got gunned down. But in front of him? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so so they got robbed from both sides. So they'd say, you know, I put a gun to your head and then there's somebody else on the other side put a gun. But the one that was on the driver's side, I guess he had a trigger finger, he pulled the trigger. But on the other side, he didn't pull the trigger. So one gets to live to tell the story. That's a second chance in itself. Yeah, yeah. Because he probably wouldn't. If he had a trigger finger too, he probably wouldn't, you know, right. be here today. So that's the kind of situation I'm talking about, but not necessarily in the sense of, you know, somebody has a gun to your life. It could yeah. be it could be, you know, you may have made a major mistake in life and you're like, Oh, I get to, you know. Ah, I got one right now. Now now that, that you bring you, it like that. But you, yeah, you get what I'm saying, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this one's gonna be a good one because yeah, everyone's gonna be really shocked to hear this one. I'll tell you that because woo, you're gonna hear a little bit about how the old Ronnie was. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have an idea of where this is going. No, nah, I don't think so. I mean, I, I have. This is a story that literally happened behind closed doors that not many people know. Mm. Um, and it's one of those things that truly, indeed, shifted my my mindset, my life, everything on on a larger scale. And you're ready to put that on the air for? Yeah, it wasn't nothing bad. It's just more of like you know something that I had to see in order for you know in order for me to wake up. That's it. It's nothing that it's a dark secret, <laughs> mm. but it's just one of those experiences in those moments that um, not many people know. And it's because it happened behind closed doors. Again, it was traumatic to others it wasn't even traumatic to me it was traumatic to others and because i saw what impact it did to others um that's what made me realize hey bro you gotta <laughs> you gotta switch something up here you can't keep doing this yeah but yeah and uh, it we'll, was we'll get into it we'll get into yeah. it yeah so that's <laughs> kind of where you know just hearing hearing people's story and and also sharing my own and i realized you know what I think it's important to talk about it because if if you do in fact are given a second chance at something, yeah, how are you you know handling that? How are you moving forward with yeah. it? Right? Now that's my second chance. Because a lot of people don't get a second chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a few of them that actually, but this one I'm thinking of right now that I think this is the one that literally shifted everything for me. Right, let's go. Let's, let's do it. Go. Let's bring it I, I do want to talk about the one that didn't, it, though, um, as much as the one I want to talk about first. I got to leave you guys on a cliffhanger. You know how I do. <laughs> but no, I think that's the word. That's your favorite word. Cliffhanger is definitely your favorite I word. I have to. You got to stay to the end to hear the good stories, you know? That's what they do in every movie, right? So if it's okay for them, why is it not okay for me? Huh? Stay hydrated, people. Stay hydrated. But, anyways, this is one I was thinking of when when you initially brought it to me. Brought the question to me. I was like, hey, this is what we're going to talk about. I was like, all right, cool. First thing that came to mind was actually when I was really young, um, probably at the age of maybe seven. Mm. Uh, at this point, I've moved from Norwalk to Stratford. And this is, this is, of course, when I was back in Connecticut. 
this is when my brother and I, we used to travel from Norwalk to Stratford to go to school, of course, because my mother was still working and so on and so forth, whatever. But there was one time I never, so I was the type of kid where I would never sit down in the seat properly, never. <laughs> I was always doing something in the back. So at this point in time, we're actually driving, we're on the highway, mm. and I'm, so my knees are pretty much on the chair and I'm looking out the back window. And I kid you not, I, would, I remember this thing vividly because this right here would have changed all three of our lives. Mind you, it's my brother, it's my mom, and I all in the car. All I saw was to my right. I was like, Mommy, why is that truck getting closer to us? She didn't realize the truck was merging into our lane. Mm. And we're in the first lane. So thankfully, we weren't in the middle. <laughs> we weren't literally in a way where the truck was going to. It was a truck, too. It's 18-wheeler. The boy would have clipped us right. easily. Small little blue small little blue car. I wish I remember the type of car it was. But the truck would have clipped us. It got so close to the car, it chipped the paint. So it was literally seconds maybe milliseconds away from literally taking us right off right off the cliff and we would have tumbled down that would have been i would have been done i didn't have my seatbelt on i'm looking out the back window my knees is on the chair so it, i yeah. did everything i shouldn't have been, been doing uh, i would have been done i would have been tumbling head bouncing everything what <laughs> over it. um so that is one of those moments where i always remember every like just not every day but just sometimes when we're thinking about going back memory lane these are right. one of those things that i'm like wow yeah. Like, not only did I was able to alert my mother, but thankfully I was alert enough as a, I'm six, seven years old, alert enough to say, why is that truck getting closer to me? Right. <laughs> and my mom realized that, oh, and just goes right into the emergency lane. And thankfully, we, we only got the chip paint off the car. Like, I, I really wish I had a picture of that because that, that, that right there was a memory. I And I'm not scared of 18 wheelers now, but it's one of those things I'm really cognizant of when I'm driving on the highway now. And I I remember that moment. It's just nothing I'm scared of, but it's one of those where it's like when I am driving on the highway now and I need to pass a truck, I give my I give the truck enough space to do your thing. If you don't want to do your thing, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of just go. But that was one of the very first things that came to mind. But I wouldn't say that changed um, anything. Yeah, in, I was I was just about to say that yeah, because no. <clears throat> I feel like if it, if it affected you. Um, tremendously you probably will have like a fear of driving or a fear of being in a car but yeah. this guy just be speeding like crazy don't tell the people what i'm doing like come on now it's, it's <laughs> like i'm like th there's no yeah, relation no, no, no. between you know between that, that incident yeah. and uh your your nascar driving habits my nascar <laughs> driving you want to talk about nascar driving habits hey do you want to you want to talk about it because we have some memories we could talk about in college i was the only one in the car telling you to chill out I'm remember good. that i'm good you remember that moment <laughs> I, if we want to talk about conflict that was one conflict that yeah. Yeah. i think that was the very first yeah. conflict i think so oh i'm the only one goodness. in the <laughs> That was yeah. just something. Hey, I'm I'm the type of person where I'll let it be known despite who's around me because, again, it's not just me. It's everybody. And some people know how to voice themselves. Some people don't. And I was really speaking for myself. But, I mean, for the people that was in that car that day, too, uh, I hope I was speaking for you, too. Yeah. I mean, we could, we, could, we could tell them. You won't, you won't tell them a glimpse of that story? I mean, is it? We're coming back from a football game. <laughs> Uh, this is just uh, don't 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 do not incriminate us. No no no. <laughs> no. Coming back from football game, and this is on a on a one way 
Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's one-way street. Well, it's two-way. It's, it's two ways. two yeah, ways, but one-way two traffic. Yeah, one lane. Yeah. One lane. Um stubborn <laughs> stubborn impatient or I don't know. I thought I was cool. I, yeah, I, I don't know what the heck you were thinking. What got into me? What kind of car was it? What I was driving? Yeah. It wasn't the Infinity. It was the BM, right? Yeah, it was the BM. Yeah, yeah. the BM was pushing. Yeah, yeah it he, was. The he power. thought he was a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the power. <laughs> he thought so, he was a cool guy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, I drifted off the middle lane and passed four car in front of me. On uh, it was it, and then there was one car that was like literally super close to us. Like if I did not move back right. Yeah, you. Everybody uh, would be clipped. Yeah, would've everybody would have been clipped. So yeah. That yeah. that's the story. So you you always have something with cars. That's the second one. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. you just reckless at that point. I was. That, I, that was <laughs> I was. Hey, I was gladly. I was super reckless and uh, never never did it after. Never did it after. Um, but it was eye opening, and I like. I I, I kind of like. I didn't like it at first, you know, that we got into a conflict. But I appreciate the fact that you called me out on it. Yeah, I mean because it's you know it shows that you care not only about yourself yeah, yeah. but also everybody that was in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Because it's again, it's how I looked at it. Is hey, if you're gonna do something of that nature, hey, go do it. If one, do it by yourself. Yeah. Um, but also be more rational when you're driving and you want to do something that's that doesn't make sense at the moment make it rational make it make it sense right. i guess i mean it would make sense if it was one car two cars yeah. but four yeah. four i was like bro yeah. now you're pushing it like at yeah. that point you're giving too much room for error yeah and exactly. that's kind of how i saw yeah. it yeah. it's like dog no 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 like i get it you yeah. understand you got this powerful car this yeah. thing gonna be zipping yeah. but you don't know what yeah. somebody else's right. action is and, gonna and, be and, and that and that's that was the thing you just don't know how the yeah. other cars are gonna react and at that point in time that's why i was like yo you can't know if you're gonna do that go do it by yourself right. don't do it when you have literally a car full of people yeah. and people literally trying to calm me no 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 no. don't try to calm me down this is real life <laughs> Shout out to shout out to him for trying to calm me down, but nah, it wasn't it. that that. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say his name. I, I can't he was my roommate in Garrigus. Oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. But um, it was it was that it was it was just I don't think it was that was a moment for anybody to really calm down. It was for everybody to understand the scope of everything was going on. Like understand like hey, not only who is behind the wheel when you're in a car. Understand, do you trust that person enough to actually get you to your destination safe? And obviously, everybody got in that car to do that. And I felt like at that moment in time, you put us all at risk. Right. And yeah. it was a very, in my head, it was selfish. And yeah, it was like, bro, it was. It was, <laughs> it was. It was. That was six years ago, five years ago now? I don't know. But I will say, the the football game was lit. Um, everything <laughs> up until that point in time, it was, it was, everything was great yeah. up, until that mo- up until that moment. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, you know. A conflict that we went through for those of one of few that you'll hear about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You ain't real. You ain't real friends if you ain't been through it together. Yeah. Through the mud, through the arguments, and learn how to get over it. That's it. And learn how to talk through it. That's it. You know, it's because what that does is just it gets it gets you it gets you to become a better person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And 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 if we're in a world where you want to surround yourself with a better person, and you gotta address things like that. Yeah. So Even if better people, I guess. And yeah. kind of lo- what we talked about yet last our last episode talking about conflict, 
right? Yeah. It's literally that was a con- how do I deal with it? I I tell you what it is. <laughs> if you don't like it, hey, get the get. You know, it's not gonna bother me. But this is just this is who I am. I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. And you, at, as a person, you're either gonna appreciate that, or you're gonna be like, yeah, I can't do, I can't deal with that. That's just not who I am. That's not what I want to be around. So, you're an individual that hey, clearly you can deal with it because. Um, I mean, you're still, we're still rocking, right? <laughs> Facts. Facts. That's, I, I think we should do one like that, like an episode on uh, criticism. How do you take, you know, criticism and feedback? That's fair. But anyway, back <coughs> to our topic for today. Yeah. Um, you were talking, you talked about the, the first one, the car situation. Yeah, the car one. Yeah, so what, um, what, 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 the, the, what this one, yeah, this one was, um, so I was a troublemaker growing up, like, I mean, troublemaker, I mean, I did everything I shouldn't have done, I was the kid where you had zero, probably very little control over, um, I did what I want, how I wanted, I found ways to do things I wasn't supposed to do when I, when I, like, I just, I knew how to get around a lot, mm. um, and, you know, that just, I guess. I, I just knew the way around my household and what what buttons to push and what not to push and when to push. I think that right there I've, I've identified at a really early age. And I kept that behavior up and going up until, I would say, man, middle school, I would say. Yeah. Um, and I, one thing led to another. I, I would never forget this. There was a knock on my door. And everybody's like, who is? No one's supposed to have anybody at the house at this point. It's like, who is that? And then, um, <clears throat> sure enough, who you think it is? It's the police. I'm like, why are you at my house right now? Like, and they came looking for me. I'm like, okay, what did? In my head, I'm like, what did I do? Like, I was mind blown right now because I didn't know what was going on. Um, clearly, they've been doing some dirty work on me for quite some time for them to <laughs> come knock at my door randomly. What? You, um, what did you do? Well, I'm, I'm not gonna criminate yeah, myself. Know, yeah, that's an offline uh, conversation. I know. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so. It was, they came knocking my door, they asked me a few questions, and, you know, one thing led to another. Um, long story short, it ended up, I, I ended up in a room with my mother, my cousin, um, and myself, two other people. I'm not going to disclose names in, in this scenario, but pretty much at the, by the end of the conversation, my mother was in tears. Literally, tears. And I was like, wow, I've never actually seen my mother cry before. And it was obviously it was hurt of the scenario that happened, um, almost seeing her boy go kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And not knowing what to do, it's like, man, did I who did I create in front of me? You yeah. know, it was so many like I literally they were praying, uh, bro. It was <laughs> it was to the point where it was like, I, I mean, it was I wouldn't say bad, but it was bad enough to like it could it could have drastically changed my life for the better or the worse. Um, and it, all it took was literally one decision. And obviously I, I came out on the better side, <laughs> not having to go through it. But I just, I think just that moment in itself, um, led me to kind of see things. And I was like, you know, I got to switch things up. And ever since then, I, I, the trajectory of where I've gone and who I am today is nothing compared to that guy back then. So I would say just that moment in itself of disappointment, of course, making any parent, any, anyone, that disappoints their parent. No one wants to hear, oh, you disappointed me. But that's kind of what I heard and saw without her saying it. Um, but, yeah, now that that right there was very – that right there switched everything for me because then I started to get out of my environment, which was actually causing me to be in certain environments where it was hurting. It was doing my hurt then. Mm-hmm. 
than on actually helping. So at that time, did you already know like how the power of like like not being in an environment heck, heck or like that, or you just or you're just trying something new? I'm having fun, man. I'm young. I'm having fun. I'm doing my thing. No, like again, I was I was a wild goose. <laughs> Bro. I was I was ha like I was that I was that one troubled kid in my household, and all my siblings can tell you that. Like I, no one, no one could really tell Ronnie what to do. I mean, you could. But it was you knew Ronnie was not going to listen at that moment. You knew, okay, what you're saying to Ronnie right now is going to go in one ear and out the other immediately. Because, again, I knew, again, it, it's, it's habits. I picked up really quickly how my parents parent. Okay, yeah, I get in trouble. I get punishment for a week or two, a month. A month later, I'm back to action. I, I'm okay with waiting. <laughs> you know, I'm okay with being a little bit for my actions. It's something that I wanted to do, so I knew consequences come for what you want to do, and maybe if it's good or bad. But it was one of those things where I understood the parenting a habit aspect of it. I knew who was going to punish me. I know how the punishment was going to go. I know maybe how long it was going to go for. And there's, uh, of course, there's asterisks to everything. Um, there's sometimes where it's you can't continue to punish me, like because we have to do something. Or I need my phone back because we have to do something. It just all worked out <laughs> sometimes really perfectly. But I just learned to uh, navigate through through everything. And I think that that right there helped me just be able to navigate through life as, at the same time. Gotcha. Yeah? What is the one key element that, you know, obviously I know you talked about not disappointing, you know, your your parents seeing your mom your mom cry and, and and you know praying and all that oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> what is like what would you say is one key element that allowed you to uh overcome you know that situation that like today if for example if we have somebody who is battling something similar right mm -hmm. to where they feel as though they are To where they feel as though they're they're disappointing someone. It could be a partner. It could be parents. It could be your accountability partner. Um, what would you say is one thing that helped you at that point? Because you never had that conversation with your mom to yeah, where no. you're like, uh, how how did that impact you? Right? You never had that conversation. You just assumed that you were you know you were letting her down. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, when I, from an African family, when they start going into prayer, yeah. you know you messed up <laughs> big. Um, <laughs> so I I can relate to that, and we actually had quite a, a similar childhood because I was a trouble kid myself. Uh, but I just want to know, like, what would you say is one thing that kind of allowed you to transition and be like, okay, I see what I did. I messed up here. I, I, I got to change my ways. And I, I would say, I think it's, again, my siblings. I, I grew up around other individuals who weren't troubles. Like, they weren't troublemakers. Yeah. They they came in, they did their stuff. And I have I have an older brother, so literally, I, I had some sort of guidance. I had someone to look at to see, why why am I doing this and you're not? And I'm dealing with this and you're not. So yeah, I had that kind of to lead and guide me. Um, so it wasn't, again, like, it's, like you said, I didn't have that conversation. But I was able to see, you know, diff a different experience that my brother was having. And that enabled me to see, like, all right, something has to get, something has to give here. Like, there's no way. And, I mean, to see 
consistent if you're consistently making your parents cry or your mother cry and then you you know it takes a lot for some for at least some women it takes a lot for them to cry my mother's one of them i've never seen my mother cry up until that point so i saw that and mm. i was like ah yeah i messed up uh because i've never yeah. seen that before yeah. and that's when i knew okay something has to change i gotta do something i don't know what gotcha. it's going to be but it was something that i gotta do for myself and for everybody else because you can't continuously to hurt your people. Like that don't make no sense yeah. to me, you know. Yeah. And that I think I, it wasn't anything I would say particularly that I could tell somebody to do, but it's just the scenario. And I mean, how I felt at that moment, it wasn't a good feeling. And I think the feeling of it wasn't good for me. And also having a role model and having a brother that I could look to see, you're not doing this. So why am I doing this? And it was of course my environment. My environment was completely different than my brother's. I created my own environment. My environment was n- not a good one. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I I, I can relate to that. Um, when I when I look back now at most of, I guess the environment of the people that I surrounded myself growing up, a lot of times that I was in trouble, it's because I was in with the right people yeah, around me. It's always like, like that. And it's crazy because my mom always <coughs> would tell me like, you know, you want to surround yourself with the, you know, the good people. But yeah. the thing is. As a child, what your parent asks you to do, you will do the complete opposite. At yeah. least I, that's what I did, <laughs> right? You'll tell me to not do this. I am going to do it. Um, but, um, yeah, it's it's just crazy to see how you went through the same situation with the environment affecting your decision. Yeah. And and the way you carry, handle yourself and, and, and what I did as well. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious, though. Like, is what was your your time where you felt as if life handed you... A second second chance. chance. Life handing me a second chance. I feel like I've gotten more than just a second chance. Mm. Um, I feel like... Sometimes I feel like I don't deserve to be here. Bro, what? (laughs) Yeah. It's it's not in a bad way. (laughs) Not in a bad way. Please clarify that. Not in a bad way. So, based... You know how... I'm sure you have people around you who, you know, deserve to be in a good position, right? Okay. They d- they deserve to do well in life based on the decision they, you know, they the way they carry themselves. Yeah. Whatever it could be. Now, when I look back at the things that I did growing up, it it, it it's a reminder to me that yeah, there are other people that, you know, didn't do nearly half the things that i did right right and yet they don't have you know access to the opportunities that i still have to this day that's why i say like there's a lot of people you know at sometimes i feel like i don't deserve to be here because there's other people that 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 could be here right but i'm here for a reason and i'm going to take it i'm going to use it to the to to yeah to 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 its full potential but the number one thing that came up to me is really this year and the way things turned out. As you know, and some of, some of our audience know, I, I wasn't born in this country. And being born... Were you born again? China. <laughs> um, I tried. Yeah. So being born... <laughs> that will always be my answer. Um being born in a different country and also I, I never really spent time under one roof with my with my mom with my you know with my uh, yeah with my mom and 
this year being able to see her again, being in the same state after what? This is since I came to the U.S. in 2009, right? Almost a decade. Almost a decade. Well, it's been more than a decade. 13 years. Um, So being able to see her again and be in the same state, you know, she, she just bought a house and things like that. It, it's a re- it's a it's it's to me it's a blessing and it's a reminder that yo I, I mean what more can you ask for mm. right there's so much that could have happened in 13 years right i could have been six feet under she could have been six feet under you know i yeah. could have been somewhere in a different country you know she probably couldn't be you know even been in america so to me the fact that i'm here with my parents in the same states a lot of people don't have that privilege I I see it as a second chance, and and mm. and and mm. I see it as a second chance, and because I never had really that solid relationship with my mom, right? right? Right. So it's it's a second chance for me to build that relationship and and, wow. and grow. That's that to me is really what's important. Yeah, no, that's 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 definitely next level because uh, I don't know many people that can live without their parents, you know. Right. And right. you went thirteen years of doing it. Of course, yeah. with other help, but parents, your mother, your father, that, that, that those are bloodlines. You know? But even when I was back home, I, I didn't really live with my mom. Mm. I lived with my aunt. So my, mo- my mom, we really lived together for two years. That's it. My entire life, two years. Two years together. So I, I, it's, it's like I probably know more about you than I know about my mom. Yeah. Right? Oh. You get what I'm saying? Because we did four years of college together. Yeah. Right? So it, that's where I'm like, uh, I'm thankful for the second chance to, you know, be able to rekindle that relationship um, together. Mm-hmm. How do you plan on using that, that, I guess, rekindle to, how do you plan on using that experience to be able to rekindle back that relationship with your mother moving forward? Like, I, I think just being there, listening and, and you know, just being a, a sponge and 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 listening to her talking to her and and seeing you know how my character today has been affected by it mm-hmm. and those those are some those are some of the work that I've already been you know doing cuz I there are times where I was sitting the other day I'm like yo now I understand where my my anger come from right cuz I used to have trouble you know being upset all the time i used to get beat every time as a child right Mm. um i also didn't like to um what do you call it i didn't like to be around people right so i always wanted to have my own environment that all comes part of you know my experience as a child so being able to address those things just talk to my mom and clear the air i i I think it's important to to do that yeah do you plan on using the same i guess not the same tactics but ideally the same to kind of just build other relationships that you come across with people or the relationships that you already have well that's another thing for a long time i did not understand the power of relationships Mm. right so but now that I, i get it right and i'm applying it over time of course, I'm gonna do it with others, not just with my parents. Hmm. Yeah, because it's it's important to have a support system. Yeah, 
It's important to have a support system. I'm going to say it again. It's important to have a support system. So make sure you have a support system around you. And not just any. You know, people that you can trust, people that will call you out when you when you when you mess up. Not just clap for you. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Drop the egos. I think that's what it ultimately comes down to, you know. We all have a job, a journey, a mission, values, principles. Some of them may not align. And that's that's okay. But you gotta respect the person that it's coming from and understand. And then from there, just truly indeed drop your ego. Let what what you feel and I think this is a really, really big conversation that we can have (laughs) and we're not i'm not going to go ahead and try to take it even further but dropping the ego is important just because that person decides to live their life that way who are you to tell somebody how to live their life Mm. (laughs) that part never made sense to me Mm. um that's why it's it's and i think it's just the egos and the, the control of it all and that's why I think the relationship aspect of just trying to understand someone for who they, they are, are yeah. is all that you need to do yeah. in order to build a strong foundation of people that you can trust. Again, we've known each other, well, I would say it's going on six, I would say maybe six years. Yeah. I have good friends that I've been in touch with for probably a decade now. Mm. How how is how are, how are these relationships possible? Mm. <laughs> It's yeah. understanding who that person is. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I mean, that that's that. Yeah. And 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 and, and if you really care about that person, you, yeah, you'll make it happen. You'll make you'll make it happen. You make time for the things you care you about. You care about. Yeah. You make that's that happen. It. Yeah. That's kinda where I was with that today. I hope that, you know, that kind of answered your question. No, it definitely did. No, I just want the people li- that are listening to this right now is just to really think about, you know, when was there a time where you had life give you a second chance and made you look at things literally differently and now look at where you are now. You know, I hate to be the one to tell you to go back in memory lane, um, but sometimes it's needed. You know, we all need some sort of reflection to be able to see how far we have come. Um, and because then at that point in time, you can then live a little bit more in the moment instead of trying to chase, you know, that end goal that it's, it's hard to accomplish and, or hard to get to. Here's another thing. Um, whatever that dark thing could be or whatever, you know, gave you that second chance, even if you don't want to think about it do it do it because that doesn't define you anymore or it never did actually it's not part of your identity you know we're we're not nobody here is perfect we're bound to make mistakes but it's how we learn from those mistakes that you know we're able to thrive and be successful yes sir so go back and do the work peel those layer um of yourself because i know the life i want i'm just setting it up Removing those that's close who try messing it up. Can't wait for champagne toast with the relevant bunch. Like, what's up? Yeah. Uh. Like, what you do, homie? What's your vision? How you thinking? How you move, homie? Uh. And is you cool, homie? You thinking building, then that's something we could do, homie.